You have chosen the better portion. Name the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. My dear brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, our Lord. This is a magnificent feast day, a triumph for all of us, as the little child, the covenant of the new covenant, the tabernacle of the Most High, is brought to the temple. We had wonderful readings last night from the Old Testament about tabernacles. And every tabernacle was a place where God would appear. So in the Old Testament, the Shekinah came and settled on the tabernacle, the temple. And the temple itself was just a little room, actually, in the bigger courts of the temple. And uh, the high priest went in there but once a year, and he took special things with him. The rod, the tablets of the law, and the bread of sacrifice. Most of these objects have disappeared, or maybe they're hidden somewhere by the angels, except there's a continuation of the blood of sacrifice. And that's commemorated in the old law on the Day of Atonement by day of fasting and then a feast in the evening. However, the Jewish community did not continue this practice. They only commemorated it. Now, that had to be renewed. So, they brought a new tabernacle to the temple. This tabernacle had been prepared by being raised in the temple when she was brought there at three. And then she came to her one many times. She had to leave, but they kept her. And then finally they came to the very altar, according to the fathers, of the temple. And there was the real tabernacle, the Blessed Virgin Mary standing behind the holy table. She was the new tabernacle. She would, it says in the icons that we read that she uh, was raised on special food there and she prepared to be the tabernacle of the Most High, the most important one. The most important tabernacle was the one who was not to receive the Shekinah, which was a wonderful gift, not the blood of the sacrifice, but the blood of Jesus Christ himself, which came from the tabernacle of the Lord, the Holy Theotokos. So there she was presented. Later, Joseph would come 
And I told him that story about that. And he would take her to cherish her and take care of her. She used to be the tabernacle of the Most High. This little child that he presented in the temple. She, uh, we talk about her, this tabernacle. We say in the Catholic Church, in our Catholic faith, that the Holy Theotokos, the Mother of God, is the most holy of all human beings. How did that happen? Because the presence of God was in her through the gifts of the Shekinah in the temple and the life she led, she was kept pure. And in the early church, the most valuable thing one could be is pure. That she could be obedient, she could keep all those rules and everything. But God looked for a pure worshiper that would do his will. An angel would come to her and say, Hagia Maria, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with you. For the one you shall conceive will be Son of God, Emmanuel, God is with us. That's why the tabernacle had been prepared. Received the most gracious gift of our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ. And so for nine months, she carried in her womb the very Son of God and fitted to him a holy body of her flesh, of her flesh a tabernacle to prepare the body of the Lord. And finally he would be born, which we celebrate this Christmas feast day. This was the true tabernacle. All the others had prefigured, and the gifts in the Holy Ark prefigured the one who would come there And they all have meaning. But the most important thing in the ark was when Mary came to the temple and became the ark. And so she was presented. Presentation is a mystery, especially of the Eastern Church. As we contemplate who she was, what her vision was, what her mission was, what she was to do in the world. She was to give birth to the Savior of the world. And the blood no longer, it tells us in Scripture, that they offered in the tabernacle of old would be the blood of salvation, would be the blood of Jesus Christ. And who gave him that blood? He was born in the womb of the Virgin Mary, and she gave her genes, her blood, her beauty, her holiness. And so she was really the tabernacle. What was her life like? We don't know too much, but we know a lot of things. But I think, in my humble thinking, of her as the original mediator of salvation, giving us the mediator.
We know mediator is Jesus Christ in his body and blood and his suffering, his passion, death, and resurrection. But she said yes to the Archangel Gabriel. She cooperated. Let it be done to me according to your word. These Gospels of Our Lady are usually appropriated. We only have a few words that she said in the New Testament. The most important ones was John, where she says, do as he says. And he turned the water into wine. He's been turning wine into his blood ever since his glorious resurrection. The blood of the virgin fitted to him she was part of his very natural being. And we have to recall now, who is Jesus Christ? He's both God and man. In one personality, in one person. Two natures, divine nature and human nature. And because of that unity, it became, the, I tell you all the time, the primal source, the first sacrament. And he came... Because the Father loved us, he wanted to save us by making part of his divine being. So what Christ was by nature, we become by participation in the divine energies that come from the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. These energies abounded in the Blessed Virgin Mary. She was truly the Holy One of our race. She was truly the Bride of the Father. She was truly the Mother of the Son. And she was truly the one who responded to the coming of the Holy Spirit. All these things were not only done to change the whole world, and the meaning of life, this great overwhelming transfiguration of man through the incarnation, they're also done to give us a spiritual te teaching, a spirituality that we can aspire to. And so when our mother and father bring us into the world, which is a very great gift, and they raise these children, which are gifts to them from the Holy Trinity, and they're really, as we say in the church, become the fathers, early fathers, based on the great, great theologian, John Chrysostom, we become other Christs. What he was by nature, we were by participation in these divine gifts. This all happened because Mary entered the temple and she became the temple of our salvation. I spent many years studying Mariology. And actually, it's always a repetition of the same mystery, the mystery of the Holy Theotokos. 
And in that mystery is contained an explanation of what our vocation is, what we are and where we're going. So I always watched on this day, I asked the monks to take time to dedicate themselves to the Mother of God. That in her prayer, she will form Christ in our hearts like he grew under her heart to become our magnificent Savior. That through her prayer and intercession was accomplished by the Father in her be accomplished in us by the grace coming from the Son of the Father through the prayer of Mary, through the heart of Christ. The Father sends forth the living grace of deification. You are in, the world, in this world for deification. You're in this world to become the living tabernacle. You're in this world to become the brothers and sisters of Jesus. And you have a heavenly mother. She prays for us still. We are most blessed among all people. Unfortunately, not everybody realizes these things. It's the heart of our transfiguration and our salvation. So in a few minutes, I will go to the altar and from bread and wine, I will make the body and blood of the Lord because the Shekinah, the Holy Spirit, will come down and hover over the holy gifts. And like he turned the blood and body of the Virgin into the body and blood of the Son of God, he will bring that to us. And we will receive it into our hearts and we will become deified. Little bit each time, little bit each step. And of course, by our spiritual life, we're always preparing for that. I'm afraid, being a priest long years, people used to run into the church and go to communion and run out. They didn't stay there and thank the Lord. They didn't, I think, realize what they had received. Not that they didn't believe, but that belief was not as deep and as mystical as it could be. Pius XII, in his famous encyclical, Mystical Paris, told us, you are the mystical body of Christ. And each step of the way to become that mystical body, the Virgin was involved. And her entrance into the temple was magnificent because she was to become the tabernacle of our salvation to the birth of our Savior. She was the one who gave him body and blood, which comes ours in the Holy Eucharist. She was indeed the cooperator with our salvation when she said, let it be done to me according to your word. 
is much more than can be said about this feast, and better and more eloquent people than me. But I thank you for listening. I thank you for joining me in the celebration. And when I give you communion today, think of what I've said. Little by little, you're being deified by this heavenly liturgy already on earth. And when the priest says the words of consecration, the epiclesis, the Holy Spirit descends. And when he descends, he changes the bread and wine into the body and blood of Christ. The most tremendous gift the world has ever received. Name the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.